Hello and welcome to a special Mental Health Gaming Podcast. There's stuff happening on the internet and it's to do with video games and it's called the Steam Next Fest, which is just all the demos. It's a demo disc derby cover special, but in digital form. Uh, to help me go over these, I've got a special guest, always special, it's Stu. How you doing, Stu? I'm all right, yeah. I'm frequently referred to as special, so yeah, that's, that's just standard. So, do you know what a PC is, Stu? I've got an idea, yeah. Uh, do you, have you ever heard of, uh, like, video games, Stu? Um, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and there's these things called demonstration titles. Demonstrations. Ooh, yeah, they, right. they, they shorted it. But to do that, they shorted it down to the word demo. Used to get them on magazines okay. and stuff like that all the time. And, yeah. and then they stopped for a bit because everyone went, ah, oh, no one wants to play demos. And yeah. then there's this little company, they're only small, called Valve. And they, they brought out a system called Steam. And they got bigger and bigger and bigger. And they started doing this thing called a Steam Next Fest, where there's lots of demos. You heard of it? Uh, yeah, just about, yeah, vaguely. Hmm. Played one or two games from it? Maybe, maybe. Okay. Let's talk, 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 we're just going to talk about some of the games, and we're going to recommend you some games, and maybe, if I actually remember, possibly not, you might need to actually search for them by title, we'll put some links to the Steam Store page for you to wishlist them and stuff like that, because probably by the time you listen to this, the, the Steam Next Fest will be over for another few weeks. Um, so, give me a game, Stu. Come straight into it. Give me a game. What have you been playing? Yeah, so the first one that I played is called Nocturnal. And it's a side-scrolling adventure platformer in the vein of... Well, it's kind of a mix between the original Prince of Persia, I would say, and something like, you know, Eco, Shadow of the Colossus type thing. <laughs> because it's very atmospheric. It... It doesn't muck about, you know, there's there's a little bit of traversal, but um, a lot of platforming. What the key thing is, is it's, a, it's got this kind of, you know, melancholy atmosphere a little bit like Eco does. Um, you're going around, you've, you've landed a boat in this on this island in a sort of, you know, that kind of Greek slash medieval setting that you kind of get in Eco. And... It's a kind of a dead world type place with all relics and antiquities. And you work your way across this island and you find out really that it's been taken over by like dark spirits, which again, you know, reminiscent of eco and stuff. And um, you kind of drive it back by lighting your sword with fire and like Beric Dondarrion in Game of Thrones. And um, you... It uses this as a mechanic because you can't defeat some of the uh, the creatures without this fire on your blade. But you have to also light sections of the, the map up by uh, striking, you know, candles. Not candles. <laughs> candles. That would be funny. No, torches on the wall and then going back to them to relight your blade when you because it's on a timer it sounds very complex but it's not you're basically bringing fire around on your blade that can be consumed and you get upgrades to it as well so it's a, a classic kind of action platform adventure but it has a really really nice atmosphere and the physics are great 
and the platforming so far has been really excellent as i say it has a tinge of prince of persia to it uh so it kind of the duration the the distance in the jumps has to be well timed and you have to be very cautious about dropping too far and you know stuff like that and yeah it's turned that kind of eco shadow of the closet last guardian slash prince of persia thing into a into a side on platforming game that's modern and yeah the demo's really really good recommended and i think i'll probably be picking this one up it's one i've not actually played so i'm looking at it now and i'll tell you what yeah i love the animation love it um, yes really yeah beautiful uh, one thing to note is from uh, a publisher that's legit i think becoming one of the better publishers out there for indie games and that's dear villagers who yeah. recently brought us four tales soldiers uh recompiled the forgotten city uh ash walkers which is pretty good ravita scourge Brida, uh the dungeon of the head their hillbeck or whatever that was away uh journey and so they're, they're legitimately becoming a really good publisher whereas you see a game from them and i think you go yeah this could be pretty decent uh, because they also did a game that i'm really interested in called fabledom uh which is in the steam next fest as well which is a uh, a laid-back city builder uh where you've got to do all your settlement trade and everything diplomacy all of that lot but it's just it, there's no danger as such no time limits to everything and it's meant to be just really really relaxed had a quick go seen enough want it but yeah nocturnal yeah that does look good i've just added that to my wish list sweet yeah give the demo a try see if it's your kind of thing it's, i really really like it yes um but we do actually want to chat about it. it's, it's similar in vain i suppose uh, i mean it's a platformer but it's a demo of a game that i've not actually decided to play because I already know oh. I'm going to get it day one oh. through yeah. the little I've seen of it. And that is called My Mind's Gone Blank because I've built myself up and my Steam page isn't loading properly. Because <laughs> I've got a search thing on. He's uh, Planet of Lana. That's the one. Sorry, I've mine went completely back. Planet of Lana. Um, yeah. The little bits I've seen of that, the original trailers, day one, I'm in. Thank you very much. A uh, bit limbo with beautiful artwork and yeah i mean bit studio ghibli in there um don't even need to play the demo of that um but if you want to do because it does look wonderful and that's a day one stick that on your wish list okay okay so what's that about what, what actually happens in it i don't know that's the thing. I've just seen the animation and I've seen like the gameplay of it. It's like a platformer. It's like a bit more fast-paced than Limbo, but it definitely has those puzzle elements to it. Yeah. Um, and that's all I want to know. I don't want to know the story because it looks like there's a story to it. Um, so it's very hard to uh, sort of like say, oh yeah, this is what this is and this is what it it's trying to do. Um it's yeah, very cinematic in places and it's kind of got, I say, it's a Studio Ghibli painted aesthetic to it. Um, and it's just a puzzle platformer. That's all I really know about it. And yeah, just everything I've seen about it, I want it. And I don't want to know any more about it. Don't make me look at it, Stu, to look stuff up. <laughs> I won't force you to. <laughs> I won't do a clockwork orange on you, I promise. No, I not this I time. It. I don't want to ruin it. What's next from you, Gorb? So the next one is uh, one called Gravity Circuit, and it's a NES-styled, visually NES-styled uh, platform 
uh, shooter. I think we're getting a theme emerging already. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say before, like, you know, my my range of taste is extremely narrow in video games. Because I it don't mind old. Yeah, that'll go. <laughs> no, it's not that. It doesn't have to look old. But it's just it's the type of game it has to be. It has to be an arcade-style game, really. Um, but yeah, no, so it's like a NES-styled visually, but it's uh, like a Mega Man game, um, but with a few additions. And, you know, I was playing Mega Man X the other week, and... It looks like that sort of a thing, but with lots of more, lots of quality of life improvements. Got a lots bit of Bionic different... Commando in there. Bit of Bionic Commando, yeah. It's kind of mixed together a lot of stuff from that era. So you can have, you know, different powers, different weapons in your slots, which give you different abilities that are not just attack abilities. Uh, but yeah, what it's done as quality of life is better traversal. So you've got dash move, you've got... Um, which, yeah, you do have in Mega Man games as well, some of them. But um, you've got, like you say, the hook, which is like uh, Bionic Commando, and it, it looks really good. The, it, at the moment, it looks great, and I'll probably pick it up, but I'd be interested to see what they do in terms of level design, because mm. that's the make or break with this. Because like Mega Man X, the level design is absolutely superb. It reminded me of Sonic, and that sounds like a strange comparison, but it's that thing of a lot of it is very easy traversal, but the bits that are difficult are also easy once you get to know them. So it's got that fun thing of it's got real good flow. So you flow through the level really nicely until you hit a hard point. And then you learn that hard point, and then the next time you play it, you look like a boss because you're just yeah, flying through it. Um, and it's a difficult balance to get because sometimes these things are either they're too straightforward and they're all about the combat and there's, they're not as much about the platforming, or they're too awkward and they're too difficult in terms of platforming, so there's no flow. So... I'll wait and see on it, but it's looking good at the moment. Yeah, it looks like it ticks all the right boxes. Um, yes, I've added it to my wish list. Keep an eye on it. Why not? Eh? That's two you've added to mine. I managed to get my wish list down under 200 games um, before this Steam Next Fest. I'm already, before this, was up to 236. I'm now at 238. So you'll be, you'll be, well. Yeah, you'll be at 1,000 by the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, so I want to talk about two at once here. Um, and there's a reason I want to talk about two at once here. It's because, do you know how you always get our oh, people compare Overwatch with that, what was that one that failed around the time of Overwatch? Because everyone thought they was the same sort of game, but they weren't, uh, Ooh, whatever that was. Breach? Was, well, it was no, no, no. It was, I, it, was, it, was, it was okay, I didn't mind it, but yeah, everyone else forgot about it. Even I forgot In- about including it. me, yeah, yeah, and then like people compared like Blur and um, Split Second, even though they weren't really the same sort of game. There's a there's two coming out around about the same time where this is going to happen, and that is Slope Crashers and Train Racers. Now, for clarity and a bit of context, when I was doing a PR internship to see if that's something I wanted to get into when my vision's okay, I did some PR work on Train Racers. Um, so just for clarity, that comes into it if people want to make any, like, about what I say about it or anything like that. So just being open. So, so first of all, let's, let's do Trey Vases first and then I'll talk about it. So Trey Vases is an online multiplayer, uh, but also single player, uh, (sighs) It's a racer, combat racer, where you just basically go downhill on a tray um, in the post-apocalypse, <laughs> yeah. um, essentially. Um, and it's got, like, multiplayer, so you can go up to, I think it's 
15 or 16 threads. This is probably why I shouldn't do PR because I can't even remember a game I worked on properly. <laughs> like 15 or 16 threads or something. And you can have like proper races with each other as you go flying down the, these these uh, mountains and whatever. Um, who has 15 or 16 threads? I don't know, but okay. But yeah, Not you me. Get to, no, I don't. So I, you get to do that, uh, which is really good. Or you can do single plan, which is more of a time attack based thing. Uh, it's got some really good mechanics to it where you know you got you go close to things and you'll get a boost um you could do some sort of tricks and stuff like that and you could drift and stuff all different things to gain time or go faster get boosts uh find shortcuts etc etc and the idea is just to be as quick as you can down to the bottom on the on the trays down the sound that basically down sand dunes and yeah it's a really really fun game um the demo, I'm not going to lie, leaves me going, I don't know how much longevity it has uh, because with what's in the demo, I had my fill. Uh, but I know there is meant to be more to it than what's in the demo. Um, it's really, really good, but I don't know if it's got the longevity at the moment. Um, but I hope it does because it's from the people who made Fogs. Uh, which is a fantastic game. Um, and it looks charming as hell. It's really, really well made. You know, it feels like it could be a complete game without sort of like, it doesn't feel like it's at demo stage in terms of how it plays, which is really good. Um, and Slope Crashers, and the reason this will be compared is it's a cartoony downhill racing game, but on snowboards this time. You, you've got a bunch of animals like chickens and ducks or whatever, I don't know, and you're racing downhill. Now, this has got multiplayer to it. It's got a single-player element to it, but it's got more of a single-player campaign to it than Train Racers has. Um, Train Racers is more a online game that has uh, single-player elements, um, whereas Slope Crashers has more of a campaign. Now, the vibe I got from this when I played it, and it's I don't want to say it's going to be as good as this or it is this, but I got SSX vibes from this game. I like SSX tricky in yeah. terms of how intuitive it was to play. So you've got these, like, you get given your snowboard and your chicken or whatever you've decided to dress up or to be on the snowboard. And basically, you've got to get to the bottom as quick as you can, or there might be ones where you've got to get stunt combos and stuff like that. Um, and you battle with others if you're racing, or you just got to get, you try and get the best combo scores you can. And it's got grinds on it, it's got jumps, it's got fantastical levels, and it just all comes together really well. Now, it lacks polish compared to train racers, and definitely compared to, like, an SSX Tricky. Um, it lacks polish, but... That being said, there's something to it that I really, really like, and I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm buying this yet, um, or I will definitely try and get hold of this. But I think if this cooks in the oven long enough, this could be a really, really out of nowhere special game because it's got something, it's got something that's drawing me in, and I really like it. Yeah, not played this one, but it looks really nice, and I'm, I, that would fill a SSX tricky shaped hole in my heart yes. if it was good enough. So yeah, yeah, I'll keep my eye on it. Yeah, I say it's not SSX tricky, and I don't want anyone to go into it going, "Oh, Brad said it's going to be SSX tricky." It's not SSX, SSX tricky. I'm getting those vibes from it. 
Um, where there's a lot of more snowboarding games since SSX went down the serious route. And the, ah, uh, look, all these proper, like, we try to be realistic. I don't want realistic snowboarding game. I can't snowboard in real life and I don't care to learn. I just want to be able to throw myself down mountains. Yeah. Um, well, nothing wrong with that. Have fun. Yeah. And one of the screenshots, if you ever get, if you do go onto the Steam page, one of the screenshots has you going down a snowy level, but there's also a city around it. So I'm just saying, I'm just well, saying, it's yeah. got a bit, bit SSX. Yeah, well, I'm looking at it now and, and the whole styling. I mean, visually, it's not exactly the same, but it's definitely got that similar styling. A bit of neon, yeah. you know, a bit of pizzazz, all that sort yeah. of stuff. And you can so, see, the yeah. like, from the uh, the GIF gifs, Giffy Jiffy things in there, that it's got a bit of that to it as well. It's kind of got that flow to it. Uh, but as I said, it could do with a few quality of life. Like, somebody out of bounds don't make any sense as to where they are. So it could do with maybe a few more markers and stuff like that. There's stuff they could all work on. But yeah, it's 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 good. Keep an eye on it. I'm not saying this is a go out and buy. I would say, but keep an eye on it. And if you can, get hold of a demo and play it. Cool. Moving on, Stu. So the next one <laughs> I've been playing <laughs> is called Dad by the Sword. And it's... a difficult one to explain it's kind of it's like a first person action adventure fps style thing roguelite uh it's kind of like an fps but with a sword kind of thing uh with roguelite elements um it's a strange one it's it markets itself as being a kind of piss take of dad's like dad activities and dad jokes hence yeah. dad by the sword using dad as a replacement for dead and it'd be so much better if it was like fred by the sword or, or ted by the sword or something mm. but anyway dad and um yeah but i've played a bit of it i've not found anything funny in it at all yet but <laughs> anyway it looks pretty you know it looks nice kind of a little bit reminiscent of risk of rain 2 it's that kind of very kind of low poly, very colourful, you know, high frame rate, cartoonish look to it. And you go around, you've got a kick move like you do in Duke Nukem. You've got uh, a sword and you can upgrade the sword and get different weapons and different items to pick up. At the moment, I just nothing at all about it grabs me. It, it just nothing nothing new and what it does is just pretty standard and apart from it looking nice and supposedly having a lot of humor in it it's it's just there's nothing in there to latch on so i could find i'd be interested to find out what other people felt but for me it was a bit of a bit of a bust bit of a load of hot air really no i i i agree wholeheartedly it's um i i tried this one and it because it sold itself also on like oh there's a it's tactical dismemberment and stuff like that. I was like, oh, a game that might allow you to do like proper like sword fighting and dismember parts of the body properly. And it, it, it it's not. You hit near their head or their shoulders and the head pops off or their arm pops off. It's still uh, quite sort of like, oh, you hit near the area and that'll take this bit off. Um, whereas yeah. I, if something tells me it's got like proper dismemberment in it, if I slice someone at the wrist... I slice through their wrist and their hand pops off, not their entire arm or, or anything like that. 
Um, and I think visually it looks nice. I really like the art style. But yeah, apart from that, I wasn't drawn in by it at all. Um, feels it feels like kind a, of yeah. Feels like a tech demo, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's got like the bullet storm thing of you could like use the uh, the surroundings and everything, and use that to get kills and stuff like that. But it just doesn't feel as fun as that bullet storm yeah. for all its issues. Kicking someone into spikes and getting extra bonus scores for it was amazing, and it never got old. Whereas this, I think I'd done the first one. I went, oh, okay, where's the payoff? There wasn't any payoff for any of it, and it just, for a game that's trying to be quirky and fun and over the top, yeah, didn't have it. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it it feels, you know, if it's going to get anywhere near what it wants to achieve, it needs a lot more time being prepared, and I think one of the things they could do straight away is increase the amount of enemies, and you know that would be a really good step. Um, but yeah, yeah, for me, no, that's a definite pass. Mm. Now, if we're going to go down the theme of games that were didn't really hit us, um, one I, I I've spoke about before that I want to see a really good air traffic control game come out um, because you know based on our love for, for like mini metro and mini motorways and, and games like that. So, there's a demo come out for a game called Flight Level, which is a air traffic control simulator, but apparently it's made by real radar controllers, which is kind of made me think, do you know what? Really, really, really good. Looking forward to something like that. Um, I put it on the Steam Deck, and it's unplayable because the text is tiny, and there's no absolutely no options at all to increase it um even on the bigger screen nope not possible it's the text is tiny um and i get maybe they're looking at realistic radar screens um and this brings us back to if anyone's listened to our most recent podcast or our upcoming podcast depending on what order this goes out in we talked about simulator games and why things like car mechanic simulator and uh, like power simulator work is because they take something and try and go bed it in realism, but make it accessible. Air traffic control simulator. Yeah, it looks realistic and this is probably exactly what they do. But there's just like, no, it's not playable. Um, you need to add something to it. All the lines mean nothing to me. And when your, your pop-up text definitely is so tiny, I can't learn. I don't know what's going on. Um, and yeah. yeah, it's just, I, I, I wanted this to be good because the idea of having, like, Valru, I think is brilliant, where it takes the look and feel of train dispatching and turns it into a game that's based on that. And you feel like you're doing some train dispatching and you've got all the quiet icons and that. And it's brilliant. And it was my game of, I want to say, not last year, the year before, um, even during early access. This could have been that but for flying stuff, and it's just not. It's thoroughly, thoroughly disappointing, and I couldn't tell you even if it's any any cop because I got five minutes into it trying to work it out, and I couldn't read anything, even using the zoom-in function on the on the Steam Deck, even trying to put it onto the, onto the big screen, nothing, which was a shame because I, I'm all for a game like this, but not this one, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, fair play. Um, yeah, and it's out this month, so I'm not expecting much to change. Uh, that's a shame yeah 
Yeah, it really needs to be considered early on, early doors for these things. The yeah. Accessibility options. And it's not even an accessibility issue. This is this is going to cause issues for people who have got perfect sight. Um, yeah. It's just a really, they, you know, it's got a realistic UI. Great, we'll get a UI designer in because what's a good UI for your actual job is not always a good UI for having fun. Absolutely true. Yep. So, but yeah, you've got, ga- you got to gamify it, haven't you? Because it's a game. To a degree, yeah. Yeah. You know, make things a bit chunkier or at least have some options to do something with it. You've got, like, the pop-ups come up with the text. And there's so much real estate left. Let me choose what size I want that text. Yeah. Give me yeah. a warning. As I said, I've said this every single time. Pop a warning up. I've seen games do this. Pop a warning up going, if you go beyond this increase, it could mess the display up. Fine, let me decide that. Thank you for letting me know. I will see if I can get away with it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, unfortunate. It's, it's not there for me, this one. Nope, fair play. What's next? So the last one on my list, Oblivion Override, it's called. And it's a... Uh, see, it's roguelite because... Yes. It's very <laughs> Brad wins. It's very difficult to avoid them um, if you want <laughs> certain types of games. And yeah, no, it's um, it seems okay. So it's a little bit in the way it controls is a little bit like Dead Space. What am I talking about? Dead Cells. Sorry, it's because it's all been about Dead Space lately. Um, yeah, a bit like Dead Cells. Uh, you can dash around uh, both in the air and on the ground that rhymes I'm a poet I'm not aware of it uh, you you have a sword uh, you can upgrade your weaponry it's all very sounding very familiar to, <laughs> to what I was talking about before but this has got it hasn't got throwback graphics it's you know modern modern graphics um, seems okay so far uh, you get a lot of power-ups very quickly but they only incrementally make you any better which is not my favourite thing and is one of the things about roguelites I'm not a big fan of because it's that stat boost of like 10% here 15% there doesn't have very much impact you need to put in you know dozens of hours until you really feel the difference kind of a thing um, but the the minute to minute gameplay seems quite good not much variety in the combat or the enemy types at the moment, but it's only a demo. So not a hard recommend, but I'm keeping my eye on it, and I will probably wait for reviews, and if they say that it has increased variety as you go on, then I might well pick it up. Yeah, it's... um. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, 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 I've not played this one, but it wasn't one that when I was looking through the list initially, it stood out to me, so I'll... You know, I'll maybe wait to hear impressions of that one, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, that was that your last one, did you say? It is, yeah. Right, so what I'm going to do, uh, before I move on to what were my two games of the... Games of the show? Should we say games of the show? Yeah, let's say games of the show. Yeah. Uh, because I can't separate these two based on what I've played now. Uh Couple of honourable mentions of one games you should be looking out for, and I'm just going to go through this. So, Void Train looks really good. It's a base building survival open world thing that's got interdimensional gameplay. Looks really interesting. It's set on a train. Uh, Darkest Dungeon Two. If you played Darkest Dungeon, you know what it's all about. It's the second one, so that uh, Plan B, Terraform, Sons of Alhalla, both different types of. Um, sandboxy resource management strategy type games really really good um you've got 
uh, Planet Alana said, um, I am future, which is a, uh, a kind of like a relaxed, cosy apocalypse survival game, which looks plays really, really well. Um, that's one to keep an eye out on. Uh, Xenonauts 2 um, is a XCOM-like um, sequel to Xenonauts. That's all you need to know, really. System Shock, yeah. We all know System Shock. Get that one on your wish list because it's System Shock. Um, and there was another one. Oh, Dungeon Drafters, which is a uh, a deck building strategy uh, dungeon crawler type thing, which is really, really good. Um, and Lakeburg Legacy, which is a medieval uh, management, uh, like not a city builder, but uh, like a strategy RPG style game. Uh, they're just some of the ones that really stood out to me. Uh, through there, and there's tons of others I haven't yet played, but you know, keep a look around. And if we add any, we might add them onto the post for this and stuff like that. But yes, yeah, loads and loads of games. Uh, Steam Next Fest is always too many to to get through. So, oh, so what were the two that you were uh, really stood out to you? So, the first one of these is Forklift Extreme, which should be of no surprise based on what I've been playing recently. Um, which is basically a a forklift game, a uh, forklift simulator style game, but with the art style of something like Art of Rally and um, Lonely Mountains, uh, that kind of low polyish type thing. Yeah, uh, and it's very much it's a puzzle game, uh, like but against the timer. So you got to go in, you got to pick up a pallet, move the pallet, put it on a, a space where it needs to go. If that's on a shelf, under a shelf. In a shelf, somewhere else on a shelf, not not a shelf, somewhere on the floor, wherever. Um, you start off just doing bog standard pallets. Um, and each level has varying different degrees of difficulty and tasks and stuff like that. So it's a bit Tony Hawk's in that way, that you could go and repeat the level and do different things. So one level might be just complete the level. And then something else might be along the lines of complete the level in X amount of seconds. Another one is, oh, you've got to collect the words FEST. Um, for I think this is special just for the uh, Steam Next Fest because there's a Steam Next Fest based opening level. Um, so you've got to collect the letters and then you've got to collect the letters in a certain amount of time and then there's some locked things that you must do. They might like maybe find a hidden poster and stuff like that. And as I say, it starts off with pretty simple palettes um, and then you get other things. So you might get like barrels and that. You've got to be careful how you move the barrels because they've all got their own physics. Um and there's a bit, there is one bit in there that I've seen on the video, I can't wait to actually get around to play this, is you get a, a long log type thing, or a long plank, and it's got things on the end of it, and you've got to drive your way around the level. And all I can think of is it reminds me of Kuru Kuru Kururin. And I'm like, yeah. yes, please. I don't care if it's just one level that's got this thing. Just like, yep, yeah, okay. It's got a bowling mini game in there as well, where you use your forklift to move the bowl bowling ball and then you've got to put it on a slope and knock down bowling pins there's cars and there's, there's just so much going on in it and it's just yeah it's just it's really really good really relaxing and challenging at the same time and yeah absolutely brilliant and that's out in march as well so not long to wait nice um but yeah get on that one and the other one is a game i did not expect to work um in any way shape or form but somehow does. Because when I describe this to you, you're not going to understand how it should work. Tape to tape. It's a roguelite ice hockey game with Slay the Spire progression mechanics. 
Wow. <laughs> so, bit of clarity. So, I, I just saw, like, I, I, I like ice hockey games, but there's not many decent ones out there. The NHL games have become really bad of late. Um, 2K aren't in the market anymore. And there's been a few things out, like Bush League hockey, which was just dreadful. Um, so, there's not much choice. But I've, I, I kind of wish-listed a whole bunch ages ago of different ice hockey games. And this one popped up in the next fest, and I've decided to give it a go. And it's become my game of the of the whole thing. So what you've essentially got here is an arcade ice hockey game. Um, and you've got to kind of build up this team. The progression is you've got to build up this team. You pick one main character, one main support character, and then you build your team with like a bunch of minion-style characters. Um, and you start off... This is where the Slay the Spire pick comes in. You kind of pick a path, and you go through, and you might have to... One of the paths might take to you, oh, you've got to play a game of hockey and meet these conditions when you play it. Or you might get another one, which is, oh, you picked up this bonus. And all different things like that. It's really, really good. And um, you kind of go and you play these games, you progress. If you lose, it's game over. Um, and you start again. Uh, keeping some parts that you've already upgraded, such as maybe characters you've unlocked and things like that. Um, so some of the levels might be, oh, you've got to... Uh, it's in overtime and you've got to make sure whoever scores the first goal wins. Or, you know, this has happened and you've got to do this and there's this other task and loads of different things that you've got to do to sort of like uh, win each level, each game. Um, some might be a simple, oh, win the game, which is really, really good. Um, and what I think a game like this has to live and die on isn't all the surrounding stuff. It's how well does it play ice hockey? Um especially one that wants to be an arcade ice hockey game because they generally haven't been very good. Uh, but it's really good. It plays a really good game of ice hockey. Um, it's got the movement down really well, so there's no sprint button or anything like that to it. So everyone kind of is based off their their own uh, uh, attributes and everything. Um, you've got like characters who are really good at shooting, characters who are really good at hitting, um, characters who uh, are nimble and all loads of different things like that go with it. Um, the sense of ice movement feels really good. And one thing I always look at is with an arcade hockey game is can I do certain things that you can see in proper ice hockey? So can you like cycle the puck and sort of like build up in the, in the, end, like in the, uh, in the final third and stuff like that? And it's all there. So you can move the goalie by making certain passes. You could take the puck behind the net and pass it back down to the blue line to try and open up a good effort. And it may work. They might get saves. You get rebounds. There's all different power-ups to get. And it just plays so, so well. Um, and it's got a cartoony style to it, which really, really works. Um, and just for the game of hockey it plays, it's probably the best game of ice hockey I've had since 2015. Nice. It's just really, really, really good. And you can play this. You don't even have to be a fan of ice hockey. It's that good. Um, really good. Uh, coming out at some point this year, uh, the sooner the better, because I like everything about this. Yeah, that sounds really interesting, actually. Unusual. And, yeah, but fun, you know? Yeah. And, again, it leads into something we've always spoke about, is taking existing genres and worlds and doing something different with them. And this does this perfectly. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll definitely check that out. I'll get the demo. 
fire yes, it up, do. see what we can do. Yeah. Do. I, I, I recommend definitely because I don't know if it's got I don't think it's got any multiplayer. I think it is just a single player only game. Oh no, hang on. I'm looking at the Steam page now. And it has shared split screen PvP and co-op. So tell you what. Ooh. That I didn't realise. I might have to look into that. I just went and looked at it from the single player stuff. So yeah. Um, nice. And to give you an idea, on the similar to games you played, it picks Curse to Golf and Pixel Cup Soccer as games you might like. Like if you you might like this if you played this sort of game. So there you go. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get that demo. Uh, but that isn't it. You know, they're the ones we've played and picked up. I've probably missed a couple that I've played and and stuff like that. Um, just so many. The Steam Next Fest is it's too short. Um, but I get why it's as short as what it is. Uh, because yeah. I think if they was to run this for a month, it wouldn't get the attention. Whereas you've mentioned a couple of games I've not played. I'm like, ah, oh, probably won't play those now, but I'll wishlist them. Whereas yeah. I think if you ran this for a month, it'd be very easy to go, uh, yeah, no, I'll scrap this one now. And the Steam Next Fest is brilliant. I love it. What's there, it's- three a year, I think, four a year? Every quarter they do it. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. No. It's a great. It's a great duration. It's just right to get you your interest peaked, but without you getting sort of overwhelmed or bored of it. You know. Yeah. It's it's a really good idea. Yeah, and I've always I've always loved demos. I say I remember when I got the um, Tony Hawk's demo on the front of PlayStation magazine, and I just played that for hours upon hours upon hours upon hours, um, because I couldn't afford the actual game, yeah. but it just had that first that first level in full and just high score chasing on that for weeks and weeks on end. Um, so, but yeah, nice. it's, it's just, it's just going through this, like I'm going through it now and there's like loads of stuff I've missed that I've not played. And um, there's Lust Academy. If you, if you fancy a bit of a, how's your father type gaming? Nah, you're all right. No, um, there's a bit of quite an increase in those adult sexual oh, games. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got you a review code of uh, of one of those, Joe. I hope you're happy with that. No, no, please. <laughs> no, uh, thank you. If people are into that, fine. I'm glad they're catered for as well, but I don't know why they're all of a sudden all over my Steam page. I know, it's bizarre. Yeah, I, I, I'm the same as you. I don't mind other people playing them, but no, thank you. Not for me. Uh, but yeah, that's Steam Next Fest. Um, loads of so many good games. I was just going, literally, I'm scrolling down the list still and... Um, just loads. Uh, I, I how many how many discs would this be on the front of the PlayStation magazine? It'd be more disc than paper, wouldn't it? It'd just be like yeah, yeah. Um, plastic. But yeah, it's just absolutely brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Keep an eye on the games we said. Uh, listen, if there's any you, you, that we've not said that you really liked, stick it on the Twitter. Let us know what you liked or on the Discord or whatever. Um, but. I'll tell you what I'll do, because I'm not very good at this sort of stuff. I'm going to shut up. going to let Stu take us out. You've had enough of me. You don't need to demo me anymore. Stu, I'm going to shut up now. No worries. Yeah, so just enjoy your gaming and follow all of our regular content. Hope you enjoyed the special. And we'll speak to you very soon. <laughs> <laughs>